What's up, guys? Welcome to the Don't Forget to Love podcast with me, Mara Sullivan. Today's episode is Halloween-themed. I'm going to be sharing my Halloween favorites, recs, movies, costumes, snacks, all the things. I know that Halloween is tomorrow. I'm recording this um, the day before Halloween, and so I know that you already have your plans, your costumes, whatever you're doing. You probably already have it ready, or you did it over uh, Halloween weekend, but I'll still be sharing some things since this is Halloween week. I'm also going to be talking about fear and doing scary things in life since Halloween is spooky season and being scared is part of the fun of the holiday. I thought it would be fun to talk about being scared and what to do when life becomes a literal fright fest and things seem spooky and scary in real life. If you guys listened to my last episode, 25 things I've learned in 25 years, I said my next episode would be the quarter life crisis episode and I would be sharing the dumbest and smartest things that I've done so far in my 20s, which I will be sharing on this episode. So I thought, um, I decided to just combine it with Halloween since it's here. Halloween is such a cute and fun holiday. Last night, I went to see The Nightmare Before Christmas with some friends. I love when movie theaters show themed movies and throwbacks that are different from the movies, like the new movies that are currently out. We had so much fun. It is such a classic movie, and it was so cool to see Nightmare Before Christmas on the big screen. I personally do not like horror movies. Like I get super paranoid. Even though I know it's all fake, a lot of that stuff is so realistic, and it seems like it can actually happen, and so I am not the friend who has like the scary movie binge or goes to the movies to see all the scary movies that come out this time of year. I like the fun, cheesy Halloween stuff. I do love costumes. Dressing up is so fun. I always, like it's always fun to see which direction girls go, especially like either sexy or funny and cute. I never go out for Halloween, but I'll just be um, helping out at a kid's Halloween party this year that I did with my job this past weekend. Um, and I did wear just like a Dalmatian like little costume. I had like a Dalmatian printed shirt. I had ears. Um, what else? Uh, the dog collar, which was a bow tie, but it ended up being really cute. That picture is on my Instagram and I had a little tail, which I didn't end up wearing cause I had to move around so much. And like, there was like a lot of sitting, getting up, whatever. Um, but that is what I had for this year. Um, Other than that, I'm just staying in and watching my favorite cheesy, fun Halloween movies and eating popcorn and chocolate. For movies, I love all the Halloween towns. I never know. Like I said, I did go to see Nightmare Before Christmas last night, but I never know if that's a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie. I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think it's still more of a Halloween movie. It's just like, like it's so spooky, but it's such a classic. Like I said before, Um, I love watching Coraline. Um, which is actually pretty like low-key scary. Cast by the Friendly Ghost is so cute. The one movie I am definitely watching tomorrow on Halloween is The New Haunted Mansion because I have not seen it yet and so I cannot wait to finally watch that. I always watch Michael Jackson's thriller music video on Halloween. It's an absolute essential. Um, Like it's honestly his own Halloween movie. That music video is so incredible. You guys know I love art, I love music, and I have so much respect for people's work and talent and artistry. I would have loved to have seen MJ in person, but I'm glad we have all the music and videos. Anyway, 
pumpkin ghost shaped anything is such an easy go-to for cookies and candy i am not a candy corn person i really just like chocolate i do not do like any of the other super sweet candy like skittles jolly ranchers i do like sour things and so um i will have like sour patch kids sometimes um the thing is i just don't have much of a sweet tooth at all like you guys know i drink my coffee black my tea with no sugar i drink alcohol straight like it's on the rocks I'll have a cocktail if it's there or if like it's a margarita, but I prefer just drinking things straight. I'm not a big sugar person in general. I like salty, like savory stuff more than sweet, but I do like some sweet stuff. Popcorn is literally my favorite snack on the planet. I love a good dark chocolate. I also love Reese's Cups and Reese's Pieces when it comes to like general Halloween candy. Even though I'm not into scary stuff, I do love a good haunted house or a fright fest like Six Flags has. Last Halloween, I went to Disney World's Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party and it was so much fun. Last year was when Hocus Pocus 2 came out and so the Sanderson sisters performed along with the huge show that they put on with all the villains. Disney is one of the best places to go for Halloween because everyone has been at least one disney character at some point in their life for halloween so it just like makes sense to go to like the land of characters on the day that everyone dress up disney is the king of characters and dressing up and all the villains are so iconic my favorite villain is ursula but I also love Dr. Facilier, the voodoo man from Princess and the Frog. Side note, I never knew the, the voice of Dr. Facilier and the bishop from Greenleaf are the same person. Whenever I would watch Greenleaf, I was like, why does his voice sound so freaking familiar? I could not figure it out. Like, I didn't even know, know that they were the same person until a while ago. I saw his picture next to the voodoo man from Princess and the Frog and I was like mind blown. Like, I did not even know so slow i know greenleaf is such a good show by the way like even if you are not into church and the church world it's just like a really solid tv show if you haven't seen it go check it out and then it ended a while ago but i think it's still on netflix princess and the frog is also a really good movie to watch for halloween too just because like the new orleans voodoo and magic stuff is really good in that movie like it's perfect for halloween before i get into what a quarter life crisis is and things that I've done in my 20s. Let's talk a little bit about real life scary things and dealing with fear and not letting it hold you back. This is a very small example, but when I was younger, I was terrified of the dark, like a lot of kids are, but I was also terrified of everything. Like I was just a crybaby in general. I'm a naturally shy person by nature, um, but I was a good student. And so I always got asked to speak in front of the class or at school assemblies and stuff. I was always the first person like called on to read or to answer a question. And so I was I was pushed to do things that scared me. I was involved in church and so I had to speak in front of people um, when I was there as well. Like I said, I'm just a naturally shy person. I do not like speaking in front of crowds. But I can I can do it like if I really have to. I know some of y'all are like, but you have a whole podcast. <laughs> Even though like um, I'm speaking to people, I record alone. And so I'm literally talking to myself, essentially. So it's a lot different than speaking in front of a live audience in person. There are a lot of things to be afraid of. Life is full of scary things and anxiety has never been more rampant in this world than it is today. Everyone I know seems to be diagnosed with anxiety or even if they're not taking medication for it, 
they experience it a lot and anxiety can be paralyzing most of us have been traumatized because we had to live through a global global pandemic we also currently live in the surveillance age where there's just so much high security everywhere going through airport security especially through like the big airports atlanta vegas tsa on another level i have not been through jfk or lax yet but i know those are really like escalated and wild too Everything is about being on high alert, going to shows. Most arenas now just have straight up no bag policies. Like you can take a wallet or like a wristlet. Like most places, a small clear bag isn't even allowed in most arenas now, which is so wild. And it's all great for our safety, but it can cause a lot of stress, a lot of worry, fear. Watching the news at any time, doesn't matter when or what station, but especially right now, is horrifying. Basically, there's always something to be afraid of. Fear is a human emotion that's a part of life, and being brave is a necessity to live life. Staying inside and not doing anything ever is not an option for most people. You have to do things like put yourself out there, be in uncomfortable situations, do things you don't want to do in order to live life. I know so many adults and people my age who are so scared to do anything alone, go anywhere alone, have a hard time being independent because they've always had someone else to depend on or go with them. And when it comes to safety, especially for women, I get it. But when it comes to just being scared to be by yourself, that's something that should be worked through. Some people are scared of flying or um, I didn't know this one was as common as it is, but so many people are (laughs) terrified using public bathrooms. I drink a lot of water. I cannot imagine not being able to use public restrooms, but it's such a real thing. A girl I used to work with used to go like a full eight hour shift and never use the work bathroom because of like the fear like it was a like an actual real real fear um when we would go out after work she would not use any of the bathrooms at like the bars or the restaurants or anywhere she would just go home or stop at home first and I cannot imagine going an entire day not using the bathroom like now that I think about it she had to have have had like adult diapers or something or depends because that's that's wild. Like it's impossible for most people to go an entire day without using the bathroom. I was at Yard House in DC and there was a girl in the bathroom with her friends and I could tell they'd been drinking. So naturally you have to use the restroom. And one girl refused to use the bathroom. She was like, I'll hold it until I get home. And I get it. Like public restrooms are gross, but if I need to go, I need to go. But it's such a common thing and it's a legit fear. So even like small things like that or things that seem small doesn't have to be anything crazy. But just when we think about things that are scary on a regular basis on any level there's just so much to be afraid of so much to be scared of um i'm sure you know that was a unique example (laughs) like it's definitely a form of ocd ocd which causes fear some people are afraid of heights for some it is social interactions death illness tight spaces being claustrophobic big crowds public speaking 
I personally am scared of driving. I've just never had enough practice. I learned enough in driving school to get my license. And so I do have a driver's license, but that was pretty much the only practice that I had. And at this point, not having a car right now is just saving me so much money. And I'm lucky to live and work in the city. And so I don't need to drive. And so it's fine for now. Side note, I was listening to Charlie D'Amelio on Not Skinny Not Fat's podcast and she's also terrified of driving and I have never felt so seen in my life because she is like the biggest TikTok star ever and she's a millionaire like 10 times over and she's dating Landon Barker, Travis Travis Barker's son, who is also a millionaire 10 times over and she's terrified to drive and she and Landon She also said Landon Barker doesn't drive either. For her, it's an actual fear for him. She said he's just too lazy and obviously they're so rich they don't need to. I know a lot of people who are scared to drive on highways in particular and so they only drive on streets said all that to say there are so many things to be afraid of one of the most common fears is the fear of failure this one holds a lot of people back from not trying at all if you struggle with that really think about honestly what's the worst that can happen and think about the consequences if you don't try at all you'll never know what could have happened is it worth it to live the rest of your life not knowing what could have happened if you had just gone for it um just tried done it think about what are you scared of how are you letting fear hold you back um what's the worst that could happen the hardest things a lot of the time are the most worth it and so remember to put yourself out there have a backbone stand up for yourself the old saying you'll never know if you never try is so true and failing sucks but it is not the end of the world it's not the end of your life just move in a different direction or try again and do it better the next time In light of turning 25, I thought it would be fun to talk about a quarter-life crisis, which is basically a midlife crisis in your 20s. By definition, it is a crisis involving anxiety over the direction and quality of one's life, which is most commonly experienced in a period ranging from a person's early 20s up to their mid-30s. So if you are in your mid to late 20s and you feel like you have a lack of direction or you feel like something's off or feel like you are not where you want to be or thought um, you're not where you thought you would be, that is where you would be or should be. It is perfectly normal. A big part of our 20s is just about figuring um, is about trying things and seeing what sticks. It's one big decade of self-discovery and the more you learn to stay true to yourself and listen to yourself, in my opinion, have a relationship with God and ask for his help and direction, the less you will have to worry about being in your 40s and 50s and facing a midlife crisis and being hit with all the questions like, what have I been doing with my life? How did I get here? Why am I not happy? When did I let myself go? When did I start aging and why am I scared to get older? We've all seen the stereotypical man who hits about 40 or 50, realizes he's getting older and goes out and buys a sports car on a whim or the person who up and quits their job to run off and join the circus. Sometimes, literally, there was a woman I was reading about who worked on Wall Street and at some point in her 40s literally just quit her job to join the circus and become a trapeze artist and took a 90% pay cut 
because it was something that she always wanted to do and she hated her corporate job. And so that's a very extreme example, but it does happen. There are these really defining decades in our lives, 20 to 30 and 40 to 50, that really make us face life-changing moments and think about what we're doing with our life. Similar to a midlife crisis, a quarter-life crisis is when feelings come up, like being unsatisfied, which is pretty much the crisis at its core, feeling unsatisfied in some area of life work relationships where you live some people straight up move to a different country being in your 20s in this particular day and age is so interesting because of technology and the amount of opportunity that we have i am gen z i was born in 98 and something that's universal for all of us no matter what generation you are is that pressure of needing to know what you want to do for the rest of your life before you really get a chance to even know who you are and i think people are just starting to realize now more than ever that working at the same job for 30 years in a gold watch is not exactly what it used to be being able to be flexible and knowing how to do more than one thing is almost a necessity to make it nowadays so a quarter life crisis obviously not everyone will have a full-on crisis but part of the Um, challenges most people face in their 20s in particular is having the pressure of the what do you want to be when you grow up combined with the no longer having built-in friendships um, like we had when we were in college or high school mixed with sometimes dating and starting a family or just moving out or away from home depending on where you are and not really having a guide or a map because everyone is going in different directions and no one tells you that there's no real real right um right or wrong way to do things we're all just kind of out here making it up as we go along and figuring out what works and what doesn't work along the way i feel like i went through the whole quitting jobs friendship drama dating foolishness in my early 20s which makes sense because I graduated high school early, I started college early, and graduated college when I was only 20, and so the crisis kind of hit me um, pretty early, knock on wood. I'm not jinxing myself for the rest of my 20s, but I did go through all of that in my early 20s, and so maybe now it won't be as dramatic, who knows. Career-wise, I still have a lot that I'm working on and want to do, but when it comes to relationships and friendships, I do feel pretty solid. Again, knock on wood, but career is the main thing that I'm focused on and could see making a shift or just doing more in the next few years. The best place to start if you feel lost, and I read this in Forbes, but it really does work, is to really focus on figuring out who you are, what you value, and how you want to live your life, and start acting accordingly. And this is sometimes hard to do if you just don't have the skills or maturity yet, and there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes some things only come with age and life experience, but really be honest about who you really are what you value, what's important to you, what you believe in, and how you want to live your life. What kind of life do you want to have? How do you want to feel? And also allow yourself to grow and change your mind. Just because you have a degree in something does not mean that you, does not mean that 
that that's all you can do. Just because doing one thing used to make you really happy does not mean that it has to make you happy for the rest of your life. You are not locked into anything except maybe a marriage, but you can get out of that too. Having kids, you're definitely locked in and locked in for life when you have kids. But when it comes to everything else, you're not locked into any one thing for the rest of your life. A job, friendships, relationships, city, house, how you dress, even little things like that, people get really religious and strict and in their head about what you eat, strict routines. The world is not going to fall apart if you decide to do something different. Moving on to the dumbest and smartest things that I've done so far in my 20s. Let's start with the dumbest. You guys know I like to get the hard things out of the way first, and so I'm going to start with that first. I'll do five and five. Number one for dumbest. This kind of goes without saying because I talk about it all the time, um, but wasting time on boys. Emphasis on boys because just because someone is 18 or older does not make them an adult. If you haven't listened to my red and green flags dating episode, go check that out as soon as you can, especially if you are currently in the dating world. I personally am not actively dating at the moment. I am open to it, but I do not have the energy to actively pursue anything. If it happens, it happens. I am so happy with my life and where I am and who I am now. And it took a long time to get here, okay? Like I used to do all the dumb things most people do when they're young. Chase, be needy, ignore signs, have desperate energy, settle, low expectations, all the things. And then I woke up and I had a revelation, if you will, and I kind of accidentally became the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. And so whoever comes along has to be worth it because the piece that I have now is so unmatched. Number two, I wasted money on dumb things. The amount of clothes that I have. I am very grateful, especially because now I know that I do not need to buy anything. I really just buy shoes now because I walk a lot. Um, Like I said before, I don't drive. And so my shoes um, do get worn out. But even those I don't need to buy often because it takes a long time for like good shoes to get worn. But I used to be a slave to the clearance rack and online sales because in my mind, I was saving so much money, not paying full price. But then I realized I was still spending money on the things that like I did not need at all. I used to buy so much stuff that I didn't need mugs, like the amount of mugs that I have alone, I was buying just because they were cute. Like I really have to stop myself. I love mugs. Um, Because as you guys know, I love coffee. I love tea, which by the way, I cannot drink straight coffee anymore. I don't know what happened. And I know that I've mentioned before that I had to like cut down um, to like two or three days a week because it was giving me headaches. But now I cannot even finish a single cup, like one a day a week anymore without feeling like it is like affecting my breathing. It's so wild. It's like whenever I drink straight coffee now, like it like goes to my heart. Like I don't even know. Maybe because like I cut back and I just have a low tolerance now. But when I have a shot of espresso, I'm fine. And so I think I just have to switch to like espresso and start getting decaf instead of regular coffee, which makes me so sad. But I honestly only drink coffee for the taste and decaf is still coffee. I don't drink it for the energy anyway. And Um, I really do just love the taste of coffee. So espresso and decaf will be my new go-tos. 
But going back to overspending, I wasted so much money on stuff I did not need. Clothes, food, I used to eat out a lot more. Fast food, overbuying on groceries, I realized this year, my body personally, this is just for me, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nutritionist, I always have to add a disclaimer whenever I talk about food, but my body like personally just does not need nearly as much food as I thought it did every day. And so I spend way less on food than I used to. Makeup, skincare, I learned that minimal everything just works best for me and my body when it comes to products. Number three, this goes with not spending, um, with overspending on food as much as I used to, but I but not paying attention to the nutritional value of what I was eating and not paying attention to portions. I did not realize how big portion sizes are in this country. And I hear people from other countries make fun, fun of America all about this all the time. But our portion sizes are huge compared to other places. But as far as nutrition, I had to learn the difference between actual real nutritious, healthy food that's good for my body and what's just fake chemical junk or things that have zero nutritional value, like a lot of fast food and um, like most famous snacks, candy, sodas and stuff. I just do my best to let the good outweigh the bad. Nutritional value is just looking at something, knowing it has vitamins, nutrients, proteins, healthy carbs, healthy fat, things that your body can benefit from. Like bananas have potassium, apples fight off infections and are super nutrient dense. Clean meat has protein, green tea has antioxidants, which fight inflammation and which prevents illness. Organic foods and snacks have cleaner ingredients and usually are not packed with a ton of unnecessary ingredients, things like that. I pay a lot more attention now to actual nutritional value and I did not before. Number four, not opening a savings account or at least just started saving in general as soon as I started working. Most of us start earning some kind of income as teenagers. Start saving as soon as possible, no matter how low the amount is. Try your best not to spend every single thing that you make. And when you start making more, try not to let your spending increase with your raise. Live below your means. I started focusing a lot more on saving during the pandemic. I think everyone started paying more attention to their finances during that time because no one knew what would happen. Also, make sure that you are contributing to a retirement account as, as early as possible. I would have put way more towards that earlier if I could go back. I'm currently only 25, but the sooner you start and the more you put in, the more that you will have later. Number five, not worked more. This kind of goes back to wasting time. I know burnout and hustle culture are a real thing. It's important to not overwork yourself to the point of extreme exhaustion or getting sick. But the flip side of that is that a lot of people underestimate how much they can actually do like how much work you can actually do i realize now especially since i don't have kids i have so much time and i'm focusing on taking advantage of the time and freedom that i have i can work extra hours i can work on the nights i can work at night i can work weekends without feeling guilty and i will have more to put towards savings for later in life when i don't want to work as much or have more responsibilities Working more hours might require sacrifice, but your future self will thank you, and so will your bank account. 
the smartest things that I've done so far are basically the opposite of all the dumb things. I am not perfect with any of this, but I try my best not to waste time on boys, not to waste money on things I don't need. Of course, there are still things I get all the time that just make me happy. Like I just ordered a sweatshirt that says Taylor's version. If you know, you know. But I am telling myself no to Beyonce's new perfume. Like, you know, it's, it's the little things. For now, maybe um, I'm saying no to saying no to it for now if you guys have seen it by the way that that perfume just the bottle I really just want it for the bottle so maybe I'll get it as a gift at some point um but you know self-discipline I'm not spending nearly as much as I used to on food fast food groceries as I used to I'm paying much more attention to nutritional value and portion sizes when it comes to food I am working and saving more now, just trying to be wiser and make better decisions. Um, You guys know that I'm all about doing things that make sense, but also having fun, enjoying my life, enjoying being young and in my 20s and making mistakes and messing up and learning from it all. That is it for this episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, make sure you are following this podcast and have it saved to your library so that you do not miss any episodes from me. Also, make sure you share, rate, and review this podcast. It helps me out a ton. DM me anytime with questions or topics you want me to cover. My Instagram is at Mara P. Sullivan. You can also find me on Lemon 8 at Mara P. Sullivan, and you can now message me on Lemon 8 too. So hit me up on there anytime as well. Remember, no matter what your life might look like right now, quarter life crisis and all, do not forget to love. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Happy Halloween.